0: right, welcome to episode 11 of Sales Velocity TV. I don't know why my screen is showing green. Aaron, is it showing green for you, buddy? It is. That is fascinating. I don't know what's going on, but we'll get that fixed. We'll get that fixed. Welcome, everybody, to episode 11 here, uh, where we're talking about probably a favorite topic of mine called information marketing, and information marketing is probably a topic that is uh, not well-known by the masses. And it's a topic that is critical today because if you don't have, I, I, now I like to say, an information marketing component in your business model, you might not be in business for very long. And that's a, that's that's not a great place to be. I'm having some crazy tech issues here. Hold on, buddy. <laughs> um, there we go. If you want ah,
1: to pause it and fix it. I think we're it, good. It hey, off. listen, I know if a lot of people don't are- have a group of 10, There we people go. Oh, an my. In auditorium, I don't care. Jeez, I thought we were doing a live event today. What happened? Oh, there you go, There Boom. we go,
0: awesome. Good. Hey, good to, good to be with everybody here today. A little tech glitch. If you're listening to Sales Velocity Radio, there's no tech glitch at all. The audio is just <laughs> fine. But we like to go live uh, in our Facebook group every Friday 11 a.m. Eastern. This is episode 11. We're talking information marketing. That's Aaron Parkinson. I'm Andrew Kass. And we really have a good one today. I think it's a great piggyback off episode 10, Aaron, where we talked about the anatomy of a perfect sales call. Well, if you want a way to get a lot more sales calls, And a lot faster and consistently over a long period of time, having an information-slash-education-based component to your business model will blow the doors off your lead generation. That's what we're going to cover here today over the next hour or so, and I'm excited about it because it's a topic that I don't think I've advised the business, Aaron. I don't think you have either, in at least a decade on not doing this. Like Almost like it's required for us to work with them, or if we launch a company or a project, if there isn't this element, this education-based slash information marketing element, it's almost like you're eliminating a whole pool of potential buyers.
1: Yeah, and, and and I think that you kind of have to set the table a little bit, and hello, Andrew. Uh, hello, Aaron. Hello. I, I don't
0: uh, talk to you much. How have you been?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to say I'm very excited for uh, Sunday when uh, my... Mighty New Orleans Saints uh, play your lowly Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, hopefully we sweep you with the three the threepeat this Sunday. But uh, you had
0: to you had to start there. I mean, I I gave I you did. like a legitimate business question, which is, what are your thoughts in this whole education based marketing? You went right to the NFL. By the way, we're heading into the final eight. Yeah, the final eight. Whenever you're listening, this is the 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 new playoff system in the NFL is is. Is there was like an extra game, I think, right? It's pretty cool, actually. But we're heading into the final eight weekend where um, there's four teams in the AFC and four teams in the NFC. And uh, it just so happens you're a New Orleans Saints fan. I don't even know how you're a New Orleans Saints fan. from Canada. But you've been a Saints fan for a long time. I'm not really a Bucs fan. I became a Bucs fan this year because Tom Brady is my all-time idol and I grew up in New England. Of course, I've been a Patriots fan my whole life, and he played
1: there 20 years. So
0: I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of of Brady. Now I'm a fan of the Bucs, and I live in Florida, so it's convenient.
1: Standard, yeah. Standard Camp Patriots Bay. fan. Jump ship when Tom Brady. Left. I didn't jump
0: ship though. See, that's the see, see, that's that's not right. I'm still a Patriots fan, but I'm also a Tom Brady fan. Thankfully, they're in different divisions, different conferences, and I can root for them both.
1: Well, now that I've got that out of my system, okay. I'll move on to the answer to your question. So. The, the great thing for businesses these days is that there's so much access mm-hmm. to potential buyers that is is so easy to tap into. You know, whether it's your own social, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, search, search YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok. No shortage like, of ways to get to people, right? There is no shortage, right? The downside with that is that compared to 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and it becomes compounding every decade, your prospect is now hammered by more messaging and more advertising and more opportunity than any time in history. True. The statistics are are, are staggering. I mean, we are just, it, every notification, you know, on your phone, on your Slack, on your Skype, on your, it it's daunting. It's insane. Yeah, I agree. Right. So how do you cut through all of that noise in order to be able to grab the attention of your ideal prospect? And and what it comes down to is, you have to be able to give more than somebody else is giving to get that person's attention long enough to bring them into your sales process, right? And we see, you know, I would say more of the old school businesses do this so often where they think it's about, you know, here's my fancy website or we, we, the
0: big one is we've been in business for 50 plus years and we have this certification and that certification and we, 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 therefore you should learn about our products. That that's the deal. Absolutely. It's
1: all like feature and benefit stuff, right? And And we, we, we stuff, not shifting emphasis to you, which we'll talk about. And, and that's, that's the key point that I was going to make is, is we have to shift the emphasis to the ideal prospect and grab their attention as quickly as possible by giving something that, and we talk about this, you know, internally all the time. Andrew is like, what's the micro commitment that we're going to get them to make, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and the more this, the, the more micro commitments you can get them to make, the easier it is to get them to make a macro commitment. Right. Yeah. And and so even this show that we spend time doing and the tech that we do, you know, the the tech that's required to facilitate it and, and the preparation and and so on and so forth, you know, we like hanging out and talking to each other, but that's not the purpose of the show, right? The purpose of the show is to get somebody to take a micro commitment where they may learn something from the show. They might not find it remotely entertaining. And, and then down the line, maybe there's an opportunity that we're going to do business together. Right? So by giving this value away for free, we're, we're getting somebody to take a micro-commitment, which is watching the show. Perfect you know? example of this
0: being an education-based form of media. Absolutely. A pod, and podcasts are enormous today, right? This is a t- live stream and a podcast, so we get the video and the audio benefit. There's a perfect example of a micro-commitment, a piece of education or information that exists in the marketplace that is great for brand awareness, amazing for visibility, and awesome for credibility.
1: Right? Yeah, which is and, where
0: we're going we're with all this today is when you do this right. And this isn't about creating a show. That's one element. We'll get to that. We have a couple little pillars we'll share with you. I have a, a screen share. I'm going I'm to bring, a, I'm gonna bring this, this buyer cycle up, Aaron, in a minute, which is going to really put things into perspective for you. Um, but leading with information, we've talked about it on the show quite a bit. Leading with information and or education and or training totally positions you differently in the marketplace. And it definitely moves you up the expert. Slash specialist ladder significantly. And if you're not looking to constantly elevate your game as thought leader, business owner, entrepreneur, specialist up that ladder, because remember, as you move up that expert specialist ladder more and more, I wish I had that. There's another pyramid that I have that shows you the kind of like the income ladder, right? And as you get further and further up this ladder from generalist to specialist and to expert, you to celebrity ultimately, right? you are obviously moving up the pay ladder in a huge way along the way. So, so leading with information, education, and being very visible is going to dramatically increase your income over time. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. So it's a long game that needs to be played here, which we want to talk about.
1: Right. And, and, and you can make it as long as you want, or you can make it as robust or complex as you want, or you can make it as simple as you want if you're just starting out. And, and before I go into, you know, sort of the the examples of things that you can put into the marketplace, and maybe you should, you know, show people. Yeah, let's bring this up. Let's bring this up. You know, up. The, the, the diagram that you built for today, because it's really underst- important for everybody who's trying to sell something to understand what percentage of the people you're talking to are actually ready to buy right now, you know, or going to buy later. Yep. Right?
0: Yep, exactly. Can you see it? I can see. It great. All right. Good. So let me just let me just. So if you're listening to Sales Velocity Radio, um, we will put this in the show notes down below inside of the apps as well as on our website. There's show notes on our website at salesvelocitytv.com where the show exists, so you can watch it, listen to it, or get the show notes. And this is a chart that I got. I'm going to give credit where credit's due, and I'm also going to make a recommendation here. This is a chart that I got from Chet Holmes' best-selling book. This, by the way. One of the best sales books. I'm going to give two sales books out today. The two best in the world, by the way, in my view. The first one is, well, is the first one mine or his? Let me think now. Um, <laughs> um, I'll give him credit first, but I'll say they're they're even. They're really good. But Chet Holmes was a great, the late Chet Holmes. He died of cancer years ago. Um, at the end of his career as a sales trainer, strategist, Chet Holmes. You know Chet Holmes, Aaron? He wrote Absolutely. this book called, the, I'll bring these up in a second when you can see us. We're showing the screen now. He wrote this book called The Ultimate Sales Machine. And really what he did is he was one of the early pioneers on education-based marketing, and that has become a trend that the top businesses in the world have bought into over the years since the internet, Um, information marketing, education-based marketing, um, to do lead gen, and he was pioneering it long before the internet. And his book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, breaks it down. And this is the chart I got from his book, where basically everybody is, is for the most part, this is where they are in the buying cycle, right? 3% buying now. 6 to 7% are open to it, right? So less than 10% of people you get in front of are are buyers now. The real meat and potatoes, right? 30% are not thinking about it and 30% don't think they're interested. So 60% of 100% are not thinking about buying at all and they're not even sure if they're interested in buying at this point. They're just not prospects at this point, but yet most business owners are marketing to them as if they are. They're marketing their products and services to them aggressively and they're not even in that top 10%. And then the bottom 30%, no, they're not interested. They're just, they're, they're always the kind of people that no matter what you put, in could be financial, could be timing, no matter what you put in front of them, they're just simply not interested, right? They're just not doing anything with you, right? And that's right. The, that's the cycle people are in at this time. And it's fascinating because if you can figure out how to open the, open the, the mouth of how you market to 50% of people you speak to instead of less than 8%, think about the amount of leads and prospects you can create and put into your funnel or into your sales pipeline than the way you're doing it right now, right? Most people are playing in a teeny tiny little sliver of space right now. They're playing, you know, going back to this, they're playing right up here in the tippity top of the pyramid. I don't know if my mouse even works on here, but they're playing up here, Aaron. They're playing
1: in the, you know, they're, 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 they're playing up here. Right. Well, teeny and, tiny and, and sliver to, to expand on that. And, and this is what you know, we feel like is a challenge for a lot of the people that are, are out there marketing their business right now is their messaging is 100% focused around or their process is 100% focused around that 3%. Yeah. And, and basically how that's translating to the prospect is buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff.
0: Check us out, (laughs) check us out, check us out, check us out. We're the best. We're in business 50 years. Check us out.
1: You are literally no more professional than the guy going car to car selling bags of oranges at the four-way stop in your town. Buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Good point. Right? Yet, if you look at the long game, let's just assume for the sake of easy math, there's 100,000 people in your country – that are prospects for what you're offering, and you just lead with the buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff messaging forever, realistically, your your max capability is 6,000 total customers. Tiny market. Or, or, you know, 3,000 to maybe 6,000. It's that 3% to 6%, right? Yep. But if you come at it from the perspective of giving, nurturing, building credibility, being consistent over time, reminding them that you're there, pushing them out, bringing them back in, and, and ensuring that your message is always relevant for the time that they actually are ready mm-hmm. to move forward. And whether it's just timing in their life or you've chipped away at their resistance long enough where they're like, wow, this person is really amazing, this business is really amazing, you've established authority, you've established credibility, you know, and they go, yeah, okay, I'm ready to move forward. The difference is three to 6,000 people Of potential buyers or 60,000 70,000 potential buyers
0: opening the mouth
1: right and if you're looking at at building a business long term it's very difficult to survive on only the three percent yet it's extremely easy to become successful and wealthy if you're capturing 60 percent (laughs) right so it's a difference between long game and short game and then You take it one step further, right? When you're speaking to the 3% right away who just get it, you know, that's easy. When you try to to, to speak to that other 60% right away, it's a grind. Like you have to use a lot of like heavy handed tactics. It
0: becomes aggressive selling. We talk a lot about on the show, selling more with less resistance is the theme of the show. If you want to sell more with more resistance, or, or I should say, if you want to sell less with more resistance, the opposite, Right. Then you just keep shoving products and services down the throat of the people in the 60% who are not buying right now. That's how you do that. Now, that's what most business owners do. And then they blame sales and say, I suck at sales or our sales suck or I just can't sell. But again, they're trying to stick a round peg into it or a square peg into a round hole in essence. That's what they're trying to do. Education and information breaks that. So we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. It completely breaks it. It breaks it in half. And it allows and it, you it, to bring down resistance and get to the 60%.
1: And it makes it easy. makes you know? it, it and makes it, we, that, that's we talked about this on, on the last call, right? Is, is the anatomy of a perfect sales call? Well, the anatomy of a perfect sales call isn't just about what happens on the sales call. We talked about this. It's what happens before the sales call. Yeah. Right? Episode 10. And if i been established as an expert, Have I've been established as authority, does the person like, and trust me, does, do, do they do what I, does what I have match their needs? You know, and and a prime example of this, which we we talked about, you know, I think we talked about it last week, Andrew, was when I went on one of our friend's podcasts, Mike Dillard, great guy, great podcast, check it out if you haven't, right? And he interviewed me for an hour on what's working today in paid media. My calendar was instantly booked for the next two weeks after that.
0: Because there was an hour of information that preceded that happening.
1: Absolutely. And, and, and value on top of that
0: in statistics in data.
1: Yeah, there was statistics, there was data, there was case studies, which we'll go into in a second. There was all these things. And, and what, what ended up changing, what's really important to drive home here when you approach it this way is when I get a referral from somebody, they say, you should really talk to that guy. You know, I have to spend, like we talked about last week, 15 minutes, giving them my backstory, establishing rapport, making them feel comfortable with the fact that I'm the authority or I'm credible. When somebody's already consumed an hour of information before they get to me and possibly attach that to the leverage of somebody that they know, like, and trust, in this particular case, it was Mike, yep. they were showing up to that call saying, I know your whole story, I completely resonated with what you were talking about, and I just wanna see if I qualify mm-hmm. to work with you. Mm-hmm. So immediately, the the positioning was completely reversed. Where I was not in the selling space, I was in the filtering space. They they were there to sell me mm-hmm. on the fact that that they should become a client versus me selling them that they should become a client. Which, by the way, goes
0: back to the point you made in the beginning, right? Um, I think you said something along the lines of of I don't remember how you put it, but because you, you, you take the time to publish, like, you know, again, you were a guest there. This is our show. So this is weekly for us. But because you spent the time publishing, so there's a publishing element we're going to talk about here in a little bit as well. You talked about the attention, though. I think interest and attention is everything today. You talked about all the different, I guess, the mayhem that we're faced with today where there's so many things coming at us with all the different forms of media, right? We have to fight tooth and nail today as business owners to get noticed, and one of the ways that you get noticed is you get noticed with education, information, training. It's hard to get noticed when you're constantly pitching people about your product and service, book a strategy call. Let's see if we can work together. And you're, you're kind of just jumping right to the throat all the time. you really, your numbers are going to stink that way. And it's because of what you said earlier, it's because there's so many choices out there today. And somebody doesn't really need to meet with you right now, right here today to solve a problem because they can go find the information anywhere. Right? So you have to figure out a different way to market today. Education-based marketing, as it says in the title of the show, is how you get to next level of growth. You stall out as a business owner if you're all about your products and services. You, you will eventually get to a point where you, you exhaust your warm market, you exhaust referrals. You may not be doing paid advertising. And if you are, this becomes even more important. It's really difficult to take the leap and do paid advertising to a products and services brochure style website. It won't convert. So even if you know you need to get to the next level of doing paid media and advertising on the big three like Google and Facebook and Instagram, what are you going to do it with? Your website that markets your products and services? No, we're going to need to do it with lead gen, information education, and that's what we're going to get into here in a minute. So here's what this accomplishes when done right. Number one is when you lead with education, you, you immediately bring the guard down. Education information, you get way more people to raise your hand. So let's say that you were able to generate a lead a day leading with your products and services, but when you lead with information, education, and we'll talk in a little bit about what those modalities are. Talking strategy first, we'll go tactics second, right? So the strategy here is education-based marketing. The tactics will be things like free reports, case studies, webinars, trainings, white papers, cheat sheets, we'll get into that, right, in a second. But what this does first and foremost is it opens the mouth of who you can get in front of. One versus maybe 10. I see usually a 10 to one difference when this is done, right, Aaron? Where if you can get in front of one quality prospect a day, just good old-fashioned products and services, you could potentially get in front of 10 a day with the same effort leading with information and education because way more people raise their hand if you can help me with a problem without there being any awkwardness of sales. Secondly, if the information is good, and I'm sure it will be, then you are automatically perceived as an expert on that topic. Immediately brings down selling reasons. And the third part about this, which is everything, leading to sales, is when this is done right, inside your education, you will have weaved in a nice path to either book a strategy session, buy a small product, take that micro step, which is normally a transaction or a step that leads to selling, which in most cases might be a demo, a strategy call, a consulting session, whatever. So the information all of a sudden starts working as a little mini salesperson for you when done right. Those three things, if you get nothing else out of today's show, please understand those three things change the dynamics, the economics, and the ability for the business to scale instantly when you decide you're not only a business about products and services, you're a business about education and information as well. Heck, we're in the information age. How can you not have an information component in your business, right? Absolutely. So those are the big three things that it accomplishes. And and
1: that's important. Yep. And I think that The the next best step is just give people some examples that we use, right? Because we have multiple clients and they have multiple front end entry pathways and almost all of them revolve around some type of information that gets delivered first to establish that authority and to, and, and to, and to get that first micro-commitment that we're looking for. Let's box these into three categories,
0: right? So I have three categories here in front of me. I wrote this down, so I'm looking at my notes, right? Category number one is just straight-up information. Reports, white papers, cheat sheets. Basic black-and-white information. Think about the good old-fashioned free report, right? I, I constantly use this example on the show of this financial company called Fisher Investments that I see on CNBC every morning and every single month. By the way, they're changing this up a lot, so they're smart and they're and they're fast, which is key. That's why they're successful. They're smart and they're fast. Is they always have a new free report, a new guide on retirement, a new way to avoid retirement pitfalls, a new seven steps to securing a retirement, eight steps to not running out of cash at retirement. But it on and, on and on and on and on and on it goes. And that's what they're leading with on TV and on the internet. And obviously, it back people back into. Consulting sessions and obviously portfolio management sessions, right? So they, they're they're really good at the information. They're not personality driven. It's a firm, so they're just leading with good quality information. That's box number one. Box number two is training, webinars, demos, showing someone how to a system, a process, and then box number three is case study, which is showing someone who's had success with your process with your system, with your modality, with your philosophy. If you're in the weight loss business, here's, a, here's an example of somebody who, who did my program for, for 30 days straight and they went from here to here. They lost 13 pounds of fat and they gained you know 2%. Their body fat went down 2%. Muscle mass went up 8%, right? That you're showing, Nutrisystem has done this for decades on TV, before and after, before and after. Case study, case study, case study, case study. The case study thing, we talked about it before the show, Aaron, be- is more important today than ever because people trust it more today than ever. So if you can really do a case study, and I'll let you dissect that piece, a case study, a before and after of another human being getting a result with your thing, doesn't matter what your thing is, by the way. So if you're listening and watching and going, well, I could, I don't really have that. You have a journey somewhere. You've taken someone from a point A to a point B. Somewhere in your process, I hope and pray, or you need to really look at your products and services because they might not be delivering, you have somebody in your ecosystem that you've taken from point A to point B and gotten them an amazing result. How can you now take that and pull it out and create a little movie around it? I don't mean full production in two hours on Netflix. I'm talking about a 10, 15-minute little, could be an interview. You could interview the person, you could document what happened, you could put it on a little webinar, screen share, PDF doc, and show that little journey of how your system did that for John Smith in Idaho last week, right? So those are the three boxes, information, training, case study.
1: Yeah, and and, you know, when we look at the case study as an example, you know, I talk about this all the time on these calls where we, we have, we have basically two parts of our, our, our buying process. You know, we have our, 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 cerebrum and we have our limbic, right. And our cerebrum processes facts and figures, but it's yeah. not actually where the buying decision comes from, which comes from the, the limbic system. It's, I trust this person, you know, I've got a gut feeling about this. This just feels good. You know, that's where the buying decision comes from. Right. So the facts and figures, they hit the cerebrum, and, and that's why it's always good to have a one, two punch ideally that, that checks both those boxes. Yes. So good. When, Co- when combining of the two, out,
0: right. Combining of the two or the three, right. Is what you're absolutely. getting at. It. Yeah.
1: Good point. Right. But you, you lead in with one and then you reinforce the journey with the other. Yeah. Great right. Point. So why case studies are such a great example is that you're coming out and you're, and you've studied who your ideal client is and you've studied what their pain points are and, and you know what it is that they, they really want to accomplish. And then you go and you look in, in your customer base and you find an example of somebody who was in the, in the same place, had the same pain points, implemented your system, service process, strategy, whatever. And then you're coming out into the marketplace and you're basically creating a mirror, right? So if I'm a, if I'm your ideal prospect and you're marketing the right person and I see, Oh, this person was in my same spot. Oh, this person. Have the the same pain points. Oh, this person ended up where I want to end up, and now you know this this business is willing to show me the three steps that they did yep. to accomplish that. I'm more likely to to buy into consuming that because we trust somebody else's experience more than we trust the word. Of the customer that, of the company that's actually putting it out there, right? Third party
0: validation, huge credibility.
1: It's third party validation, it's social proof, call whatever you want. Yes. And and we're actually being conditioned more so and trained more so, especially in the digital space Mm -hmm. these days in this particular piece than ever before. And the examples I'll give you is you know, the last time you went to Amazon, you know, what what product did you look at purchasing that had a three star review or less?
0: You're asking zero. No.
1: Right. Everybody. Yeah, looking you're at, looking
0: at the social proof.
1: We're looking at the four, out the four. reviews
0: because you have so many choices today. You may as well get the best one.
1: Absolutely. Right. Right. You you go and you search a business on Google. It, it's shocking how bad people's Google presence is, and you can have one business that's been around for one year that's taken two weeks to figure out how to go and 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 ask their clients to leave them a review on Google. Yeah. And all of a sudden they've got you know, 40 positive reviews on Google and and they just spring right to the top, right? You look at Angie's list, how they built their business, right? It's all based on reviews. You see this like springing up everywhere, right? What this shows you is that people care more about what other people think than they care about what you want to tell them, right? So if you can leverage that in your front end marketing, look at this person who was like you, good sir, and plugged in, and let me show you what their outcome was and how they accomplished it. That's significantly more in line with what somebody's searching for than your facts and figures. Mm-hmm, exactly. Then, if you can support that with facts and figures behind it, right? Then obviously you're hitting both parts. You're hitting the limbic and you're hitting this. You're hitting the cerebrum, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it, if for I'm I'm a sucker for it. I mean, we all are, right? If if I see somebody come along and it's like, hey, here's the here's our SEO company. We rank 90% of people in the top in the first 60 days or whatever. I'm like, man, I might check that out. Sounds later.
0: good. You're, you're like, you're there, Step in the door. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm interested, but you still need a little more is what you're saying. Right. And now yeah, when you it, go a little bit below and you see all the case studies of the people they did it for now, you're all the way in the door. Right. Absolutely.
1: You know, if I see, if, if I see the same company post something that says, look how we took Dave's donut shop from 10 customers a month to 50 using our five step you know, organic strategy to do it. Check out Dave's story here. I'm like, Oh, I want to, I want to see about Dave's story because it's, it's humanized. Right,
0: right. Right. It's humanized. And
1: and so it's about putting those things in front of people that again, stop them from being distracted, get them to take some type of micro commitment and the micro commitment that we've always used, Andrew, but you can use many of them is let me just give me your email. Let me get you into my, into my system, into my ecosystem. And then I think that the next part of it, where people kind of lose the plot a little bit, is so many businesses say, "Well, I don't want to give them all the good stuff." Right? I don't want to give them talking
0: all about the from money. an information education standpoint, right?
1: Absolutely, they like, "I don't want to afraid to give all too much away," tips. right? And, and and it's dead wrong. It's absolutely dead wrong. Over deliver, over deliver make them realize that you are a good person and you've got all the answers possible, but it would be easier and faster if you used my product or service, right? Over deliver and blow them away with value. And then you give them no reason not to trust you to move forward on the next step. The only reason they would not move forward on the next step is if they're just not ready to buy. But now you've given them so much value that that when they do wanna buy, you're the first person they're gonna think of. Right. You know, in my own you know strategy sessions, for example, when, when people come to me and they say, well, here's my business, I'll dissect it for a half an hour and say, what you need to do is this, 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 and this. I give it right to them, right? And I say, now, do you wanna go do it yourself or do you want it with my help? Right? And nine times out of 10, because I've given them so much value and I've showed them that I know what I'm talking about, they're like, well, it would be faster and easier and probably executed better if I just hired you. Yep. Well, you're, you're correct. You're yep. right. Yep. So let's, let's marry the
0: two, right? So talking about education and information as a lead, we're talking about lead generation. We'll get into some more examples in a minute. But if you have the case studies and the customer journeys or the prospect journeys along the way to bundle them in, then it's obviously the one-two punch. You can still do the one punch. I see cheat sheets that do very well. I see free reports that do amazing, right? The easiest way to get an education based marketing funnel in place is probably with a free report, a cheat sheet, or a white paper. That's why I started with information education because it's the simplest. You could pull all of your content together and create something really nice and call it, you know, the seven steps to do whatever or the seven things to do to avoid whatever pain, pleasure, play it however you want to. It's just copywriting, right? and position it that way, and have somebody give you name and email to get the report. Now, you get a, now you're get now you in that 60%. You can market to a huge audience now, not just a teeny tiny sliver of less than 10% who are buyers at this time in the chart that we showed you before, right? The second piece, of piece on that, staying with this pillar number one here, is if you can humanize it, like you said, Aaron, if you can, inside of this cheat sheet that maybe I'm giving away, or this white paper that I'm giving away, we're also going to show you how Aaron Parkinson used this for 30 days and went from point A to point B, right? So now we're bundling case study testimonial humanization with the same information. It's like a ride along. A case study rides along with information, always going to give you a one-two punch versus a one punch. A little more advanced, but still, I'd rather have a one-two punch than a one punch. That's a one-two punch,
1: right? And and there's so many people that are like, oh man, and, and this is human nature. I don't blame them. They kind of freeze up and they're like, I don't know what to put together. Yeah, as yeah. Sort of the thing, whole, the whole right? resistance now. Don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. I can. I'm not even in any of these industries, right? Let's say I was a. Let's say I was a lawyer. Yep. Right. The three things that you should never say to an insurance agent after you get in a car accident. Great. Right. But let me stop you there because it's 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 actually a
0: perfect. It's textbook what you just said. I'm just grabbing some water. I'm under these hot lights and I'm like sweating here. Um, <laughs> you see me pouring the water. No. <laughs> Man, a little parched over here under my hot lights. You're drinking coffee or you're drinking water? Um, but that was a great headline, by the way. That is something that can be used. And by the way, it's so easy to put something like that
1: together. I don't know if you could say it again because it was really good. But the, the, three, the three things you should never say to an insurance agent after you get in a car accident.
0: So if, well, let me stop you there now because I don't want to get too far ahead. So if somebody put up a little web page, little funnel lead capture page, however, right, with – Give us your first name and your email, and we will send you this two-page PDF that could save you a fortune when you know this this tip. That right there, just to keep this as simple as possible, that right there could be a flagship lead generation offer that could drive you qualified prospects for years to come. I've seen simple little education-based funnels like you just said right there, Aaron, for years at a time. No changes need to be made. Email lists get huge. Email follow-up goes out, text follow-up goes out. For years, people rise up. I'm ready to book a call now. I read your report. Everything we're talking about right here. The entire business changes with, and this is the simplest of the funnels and the simplest of the processes, but with that one little tweak to your business and that one little that one little thing you add to get better, more qualified, more education-based leads, changes everything. And it's it's, it's hard to believe sometimes for novice business owners who really haven't cracked the internet and maybe they haven't done this before. It's a huge paradigm shift. But boy oh boy, with that paradigm shift it becomes a big money shift to the upside.
1: Yeah, and, and I'll give some more examples, right? So that would be for like a lawyer, right? Because now they come in, they read the yeah. tips. Yep. And it's like, hey, if you want to talk to one of our you know, our our, our legal specialists about you know your 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 car accident, you know, click uh-huh. here below to book a free strategy session, right? Uh-huh. Um, one of the one of the most successful of all time, I don't know if you ever saw Andrew, was this this banana it was an like a banner ad that like rotted like mm-hmm. it, it was like a, it was like in real time this banana was rotting and it said something along the lines of three foods you should never eat I if you want to lose weight i've seen that ad that adds, i've seen that ad natively everywhere right that yes. ad has driven about a billion dollars in supplement sales
0: and all it's it was pretty- was the 3 things to avoid same concept as the as the lawyer quick lead capture page massive email list Absolutely selling. Now let's talk about what it's selling. So it's selling a nutritional product on the back.
1: Yeah. They they, they were selling nutritional supplements on the back end so that you you opted in, you put your email in and you read about three foods that you think are healthy for you, but they're actually not really healthy for you and explained like what they do to your body and how they can impact your goals for weight loss and blah, 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 blah. And then interwoven at the end was like, you know, Hey, most people struggle with staying on track and most people, you know. Um, they, 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 don't get enough of this or this or this or this or this, you know, what we found is there's this amazing product that does X, Y, Z in this click here to learn more. And then boom, they were into the supplement
0: funnel. So let's stop right there. Right. So let's say you led with the product and you just threw ads all over the web on um, my
1: protein powder, buy
0: this product, buy this product, buy this antioxidant, buy this antioxidant. you could make some sales, no doubt about it. You could drive it. Listen, if you have the funding, you could drive, we've done it and we do it. You could drive direct to a sales page all day long and make a boatload of sales if you have the capital and if you are really good with copy, two things that most people don't have, great copywriting and great capital, right? Um, you could do it, right? But if, if, if you wanna peel it back, no pun intended, and use that example, right? Then they're gonna get in front of 10 times more people, 10 times more prospects than they would if they ran straight to the sales page. So A, B. Now, I think you can probably do both. We do both in most cases, where we'll do direct to, direct to consumer sales, but also lead gen for people who aren't ready for a sale right now. So ideally, it's both, not one or the other.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I could keep going. Like, let's just say you're a financial planner. Mm-hmm. You know, you put out something that says the five hidden fees that most financial planners charge that you know nothing about. They, right? They, and so they, they, the market, yeah. They could be sapping your retirement cash flow, they, right? Whatever. Absolutely. Right? And so if I'm in the, in, in the market for, you know, a financial planner, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I need to know this before I make a decision. But here's the thing.
0: But here's the thing. Going back here, Aaron, if you're not in the market for a financial planner, right? So if you are in the market, great. You're in the less than 10% up here. But if you aren't in the market and you're not even thinking about it, but you're planning on retiring one day and you don't even think you're interested because you think you got it all figured out, you've just opened the doors to 60% more people in this pyramid here by being all about education and not the products and services that only live up here in this teeny tiny sliver. That's the game changer.
1: Yeah, and, and you, you talked about a company that – earlier before we got on this, this, this um, show today, uh, Motley Fool
0: does a yeah. great job of this. Yes, great. Great financial – online financial education marketers. Great. Really good.
1: Right. I mean, and you see them all the time like, you know, learn the one stock – that we're yeah. going all in exactly. on in 2021. That we think the returns could be a hundred times bigger than Amazon. Yep.
0: Sign in below to sign in below to learn about the next Amazon or Absolutely. the next and Microsoft.
1: And, and they talk about it, and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, we've got nine more." And by you the know, way, if, if they're if you just email access to those nine. You know, by our program or schedule a strategy session or. Whatever.
0: And they're by the way, they're just email. So like their lead gen process now, they are straight. Just give us your email. They don't even ask for a name anymore. They're like doing volume. They want as least resistance as possible. So they'll say if you want to find out what this up and coming, the next Amazon stock is that you can get at a fraction of what it would cost for Amazon, just give us your email and we'll drop it in your inbox within five minutes. Just an email address. They are driving so many leads. It's paid traffic in a lot of cases, but they're everywhere. They're in Facebook, they're Instagram, they're on YouTube, they're on Google. You see them on CNBC, Fox News, CNN. Those are native ads that you see down the bottom. They're everywhere. With just email capture, one quick tip, you get into their world and they're selling They're selling newsletter subscription services for more picks and more advice and more information. They're selling continuity newsletters, trading trading. Right, not training, trading, like stock trading programs that are between five and $10,000 to learn how to day trade. They, like all of this is being led. They even, with, have a, they even have a brokerage on the back now. They even have, wow, okay. Yeah, I noticed that, that advisory group that's on the back. So all of that led with this quick little tip lead generation tactic, education, information based, drives a multi, I don't even know the numbers anymore. I know they're in the hundreds of millions in revenue. And they do not market products and services. They are information marketers and the information markets their products and service. And that is the next level of growth shift that takes place when you get this right.
1: And it all started with
0: just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Boy, that... Yeah, I said it. <laughs> this thing just got derailed fast. <laughs> just a stock tip. Let me be clear. Right? Just a stock tip drove that massive empire. Man, oh, man. Hey, you know, you get us together, you never know where things are going to go. It could be football, could be whatever. So but it's not the, that hard though, right? Think about, again, I wanted, to, I wanted to focus on simplicity, Aaron, because I think when we have education-based, lead generation, information, marketing-based conversations with most business owners, it's like, oh my God, I wouldn't even know where to begin on something like that. And it's just sometimes just a teeny tiny piece of information that, that, that drives a, a whole division of a company, a, a different empire,
1: yeah, and, and everybody thinks that it needs to be they need to be like some genius in their in their field to come up with something that nobody's ever heard before.
0: Yeah, you don't need to be like, you know, finding gold somewhere that's never existed. Just keep it simple. You have the information. It exists yeah, you it. in your in your head somewhere or inside your inbox or on a file somewhere. You 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 got it. You just need to package it into some sort of cheat sheet, white paper, tip, whatever
1: yeah, it, it, in fact, anything, you need to almost bring yourself down and forget about everything that you've learned before and put yourself in the position of your prospect. and And what are they worried about? You know, when we're talking about the finance thing, it's like they're worried about being charged too many fees. Mm-hmm. They're worried about investing, you know, in the wrong type of vehicle. Yep. They're worried about um, you know, investing with a company that 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 maybe is not going to be around forever. You know, they're just just worried about looking dumb, right? I mean, they're looking about, they're worried about looking dumb, you know, to their husband or their wife for making the wrong decision. And so you put something out in front of them that says, here's a way to not be dumb. Don't be dumb. Headline. Yeah, right. Three ways to not be dumb in your financial decision moving forward. You know, they're going to, they're going to grasp at it because that's where their, their worry, their concern is right yeah. it's not about like hey let me show you this you know yeah, th- th- there's this new development happening in mars and it's a five step investment process and it's a this and this and this and you've got to jump through these hoops and on. no no no, no. uh huh nobody wants to hear that exactly keep exactly. it simple exactly let's go to the next one here right so now getting a
0: little more advanced so that first pillar was very basic information education a tip a cheat sheet super simple you can have that in the marketplace out on social inside of a network in a matter of you know a weekend right now yep. tr- training talked about education based usually that's info training is another form of education now think webinars think demos right think processes that's going to be now a little more involved let's talk about the webinars the it's the, the the easiest one that people can wrap their heads around everybody's watched a million webinars we're probably in a we're kind of a little bit webinar fatigue these days Right. At the time of shooting this, it's early 2021. There is some webinar fatigue out there, but it's still a, it's still a winning way to train and lead with
1: training. There's a ton of money that's made in training webinars and there always will be because they're just different forms of mini shows or mini movies. I think where the biggest challenges that, that most people have is one. They're like, Ooh, that's there's some technical requirements around setting up a webinar, which there is. Right. But the biggest thing is, is that, that People put together webinars because they're trying to automate out part of the process. And usually what they're trying to do, they're trying to do it too fast, right? You you want to put together a training or a webinar when you've spoken to enough people or showed the offer to enough people that you know where their pain points are, where their objections are. You've got some, some testimonials, some reviews, and some case studies, and you've really You've really, really isolated, you know, your message, your offer, your audience. And then you can go ahead and put it into a training, you know, webinar. Because if 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 you do a webinar wrong on day one and you don't have all of those things, it's it's not gonna convert. And it takes a long time and it's a big process yeah, to make one. So is. you have to be really, really dialed in on what you're doing. And really, what the webinar is, is there to do is is create scale. Right? So if all of a sudden let's just say you're booking 10 appointments a day and you're like, man, I you know, I want to book 20 appointments a day or 30 appointments a day, well then you got two options, right? Number one is you go hire and train more salespeople. Or number two is you put a webinar in place and it allows you to do more of the the the, the setting, the educating, and the selling in front of you before they get to you. Yeah. Right? And so it, it, it's really it, it's a, it's a it's a tool it's a leverage piece
0: and it is the most advanced of them all for sure I mean agreed a, a webinar is not something that you throw together and then you make an offer at the end there's a whole psychology play behind it there's a significant amount of training that would need you need to go through just to position the webinar the right way right to go through the way to structure it from an education and training standpoint to not give too much away but give just the right amount away to then set it up for whatever the offer is that you make and yes there's some tech but there's slides and there's creative and there's copywriting and there's being able to present like we're doing right now like if I was on a webinar I would be speaking right into this microphone like I'm doing right now there's a lot of different elements that go into that which includes you presenting I had I had my 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 mastermind group in yesterday, Aaron, that I have in Florida for 10 years now, they come in once a month. And one of my clients, a good friend of mine, he's getting ready to do his, I don't want to say it's his first webinar, but he's really getting ready to get into webinar mode in 2021. And for him, webinar mode is, and this could be a mode for you to think about too, is once a month, a webinar to his list, some paid traffic going to it, different concept, some sort of hook, something he, he works with insurance agents. So something that teaches insurance agents and they're a marketing agency for insurance agents. Right. So something that teaches those agents how to get more leads, get more referrals, something education based every single month. Now, he's a little rattled by it all and he's a real experienced guy, great business, but he's a little rattled by it all because you have to keep coming up every month with the next show, with the next event and the tech that goes with it and the promotion and the marketing behind it. It becomes a daunting thing. You know that I ran a live seminar in South Florida for seven straight years, one event per month paid group. They would come in three, four hour seminar on marketing every single, every single month. It was called Renegade South Florida Entrepreneurs, that group. Seven years in a row, every single month. So 12 shows a year. Same with the webinar, 12 shows a year. Lot to think about. Lot to think about. It's definitely advanced. It's next level. Here's the benefit of it though. When you decide you're going to do a show a month, whether it be live or a webinar, doesn't matter what it is, you get to take that webinar gets to go on YouTube, can go inside your marketing, you got a replay, you can really build a nice business around the 12 shows a year if you plan them out nicely, It's almost like you're in the TV business. at this point. I told him. I said, listen, good news and bad news. The good news is you're in the TV business. The bad news is you're in the TV business. That was what I told him. I said, you got to be ready to be an entertainer. You need to be ready to be able to keep people's interest. You need to be ready to be able to come up with new content. This is like what comedians and entertainers go through is they have to continue to come up with new content. That's the game you're in. If you want to be a high level marketer of your business is you essentially have to become an entertainer, a creator, and somebody who's willing to put on a show once a month, webinar, Live live stream we do weekly here, perfect example. And you got to be ready to come to the table with topics and have fun and be entertaining. You don't have to be Frank Sinatra, but you need you can't be dull and hang out and just share tactical information. You need to showcase studies and, 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 and results of what people are going through and just be yourself and make it cool. And that's why this is a little bit more advanced. But man, if you get this right and you wrap your head around what I just said for three minutes straight there, then this can become 12 really big marketing events for you. If you do this live, that is, right? 12 big marketing events that you can do every single year. So back to my live event examples, I had 12 shows every year and we created multiple information products from those events, Aaron. Right. So the advanced piece about it, if you you really just start thinking long-term strategically, you don't go, oh man, I got to do a webinar this month. You go, yes, I got another webinar this month. That means, kind of sucks that I have to do the planning, but I'm going to be able to pull a product out of there. I'm going to be able to pull... A piece of content out of there could be a podcast I pull out could be a YouTube I pull right there's so many ways you can take one piece of information and 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 turn it into a multiplier effect and have it work for you in six seven different forms for a long a long period of time that it becomes a real viable strategy if you don't just think about the webinar right now or the content right now but what it can do for you long term and how you can then monetize it that's when the game gets to be a little bit different from a webinar standpoint it's a long Uh, explanation but it's it's important
1: the webinar thing is something that people, I, I, like I said, I think they rush to too early, but when yeah, they get it yeah. right, the nice thing about a, a webinar training is that it's infinitely scalable, especially if you can figure out how to sell something. You, you kind of have two exit points out of a webinar. You either book a strategy session or you sell something to right. them on the webinar, right? And, and, and when you can dial in the messaging and everything well on a webinar, then the business becomes really, really easy to scale, mm-hmm. right? Because You know, I've got, you know, multiple clients in in the agency where they're spending, you know, a quarter million dollars a month and their conversions are dialed in on their webinar and they're doing a million dollars a month in sales, you know, before they even speak to somebody, you know, and then once they start speaking to somebody, then they're selling, you know, some other bigger ticket product in their, in their portfolio. And, and it's a great way to hit scale, right? It takes a little bit of work to dial it in, right? You know, in fact, we tell most of our people, if you're going to do a webinar of uh, on your product or service, you should probably do 10 of them live. Oh, yeah. And re- Good point. Record all of them and then go back and look at which one you like the best and which one actually had the highest conversion rate. And then that becomes, you know, your. Then you your, can automate the process. You can automate the process and you can scale up your traffic and so on and so forth. Right. Yeah.
0: So in my example, a second ago, that was doing it live. Exactly. Frequently to get in the flow. But yeah, you're right. At some point you go, man, that was a winner. Let's take that now and run it on autopilot like the commercial you see on TV every single night. And that's what that can become. That becomes a TV
1: commercial. That's next level. Absolutely. And when you, when you, when you get to that point, it's amazing what can end up happening. I know. Like we, You and I have a, a mutual friend that, that he, he gives away content in his social media and then he sells a small $37 product. And then he brings them through to a recorded webinar and then he books them to a sales team, you know, and, and over the last year and a half, he's gone from, you know, 100,000 a month of multiple seven figures monthly because that whole process is so dialed in that at this point he just needs more traffic, more salespeople. It becomes a very easy business model to run. And again, this is the advanced piece. Don't let it intimidate you if
0: this is intimidating, right? This is phase two of education-based marketing. Phase one, free reports, white papers, the basics, stock tips, right, the the, the simple lead gen, quick exchange of info, build a big email list. That's the way you start, by the way, if you've never done this. If you've been doing that and you're ready to make the leap into, I use the term loosely, show business, webinars, presentations, live streams like we're doing right now, congrats that you've arrived because that's phase two of this. And again, it's not one or the other, it's always both. So to wrap this up here, it's everything. It's portfolio approach. It's can we sell direct to consumer? Sure, let's do that. Can we do information lead gen? Quick, super simple, like free reports and tips. Great. Can we put on a show, a webinar, or a live stream and commit to it monthly? Great. It's that too. If you do all of them, and by the way, this won't be you. This will be a team and a company and a and, and a group. You will be so insulated from any one of them not performing that it will blow your mind, Right. Dan Kennedy taught me years back that the most dangerous business the most dangerous number in business is one one way to sell, one form of lead gen, one employee, one everything right It's well, dangerous at, because look, if look the one
1: thing goes down, you're done look at look at what just happened there was how many businesses were built completely on live events or seminars A great example 2020. Yeah. 2020s I, I know of
0: a few right now that that it, it, it there was no business without the live event. I'm sure you know
1: a few also yep. Absolutely decimated. Yeah. Entire industries decimated. The real estate, you know, education world is one that I know took a yeah. took a real yeah. beating. Real estate seminars, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you look at that as they were all in on one lead generation model. Right. They were, they were doing what we're talking about. They were giving value. They were bringing people to the table. They were educating them. They were building authority. They were building credibility. And then they were making a pitch. But they were in one place right? What you're talking about, Hey, put your product in the marketplace. Sure. Go direct to consumer, do multiple front end education pieces to see which one outperforms and maybe get two or three performing, right? Great. Send out, you know, do a live webinar with your list once a month. Once you get a good one, maybe put a a webinar on the front end Mm -hmm. as well. You got four or five, six pieces, right? Maybe once you've built your list up, Start doing live events. Market to your, say, I'm coming to your town, and I'm going to do this live seminar for a day. Or once you get multiple things working together, again, what, you, what you're talking about is important. You're insulated, mm-hmm. you know, in case one thing goes down. And and trust me, one thing will go down at some point.
0: You and I met during the days of the Google Gold Rush. And we were building and scaling businesses as the Google slap hit. For those of you that haven't been around as long as we have on the internet, we're like, we're again, we're the guys that have been around before Google was even a search engine. We were marketing online. When they became a search engine, they became the greatest advertising gold rush, potentially in the history of mankind. But I think Facebook has probably eclipsed them by now, I would have to say. I don't know. Do you agree, by the way, that if you looked right now at, at comparing the Google gold rush for advertising in the current Facebook scenario, has Facebook eclipsed Google with just overall effectiveness, do you think, at this point? No. No. You don't because, think so?
1: No, because Google is intent-based marketing and, and Facebook is disruption marketing. That's a so, good
0: point. Yeah. The search-based first stuff. You know, uh, when somebody's
1: futures. going to Google, they're saying, I'm looking for this and I want to buy it today. But I
0: wonder if overall dollars, nah, no, Google,
1: nah, no, no way. Not even yeah, close.
0: They're not even close, right? Nah. But anyways, we met, listen, we were all in on Google. But at the time, Aaron, interestingly, we didn't have the options that exist today. There was no video. There was no social media. When we were marketing, there was only Yahoo, which was called Overture, and then it was Yahoo search. There was MSN search. These are like little teeny tiny search engines now. And then there was Google search. And if you had money and you could put an offer together, a lead gen offer like we're talking about today, you could be on Google in five or 10 minutes with a little ad that said, hey... Download this free report or just like we're talking about today, right? Go get this next stock tip and you'd be you know, paying for, I don't know what it would cost. Maybe it was five or 10 bucks for an email address all day long, every day, getting people into your funnel, getting people, multiple multi-million dollar businesses were built from the Google Roads. But then they said, you know what? This is becoming the wild, wild west and it's not creating a great user experience because it's too much advertising. So what we want to do now is we want to squeeze out the little guys who are information based, affiliate-based, training-based, independent entrepreneur-based. And we want to really be about Fortune 500 companies and big companies like Google, like like um, Nike and Coca-Cola and Coach. And they wanted the bigger money. They wanted the, the the big advertising money. So they squeezed out the little guy. They just made an algorithm change. And we were like, Wow, we watched revenue from uh, the business we were running at the time. The revenue probably got cut in half. You would know better than me. Uh, it was it was eighty percent, eighty percent over eighty percent drop in sales than- because that was the one way in.
1: Yeah, and it's no different than Amazon today. You see Amazon starting to squeeze out yeah. all of their small affiliates, mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. you, you you see Facebook's reach organically has gone to almost zero. And yeah. you know, it, from a channel perspective, it's not just about what you're putting out into the world. You know from a an information perspective and maybe this is a conversation for another day but it's about being diversified and what you're putting out to acquire your leads but also being diversified across what channels you're using because they change they can change any yeah. day and yeah. if you're all in on that one strategy like doing live events or using search or using Facebook or using email or yeah. if you're all in on just one thing and there's one major shift in the marketplace, your business is toast.
0: You know, it's interesting about the live event thing, right? Talking about, you know, we did a big spiel here on webinars, but if you're in the live event business and you got crushed by that, your 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 presentation and your training that you were used to can easily be converted to a webinar on the ones oh who goodness, were yes. agile enough did it. They said, hey, all that stuff we've been doing from stage, let's move that to the internet. I have a. I have a. I have a, an old long They're time.
1: They're the best p- presenters. They're the best at presenting. Th- yeah, I mean, you're already
0: doing it. It's easier to do it from the microphone here than it is to stand on a stage in front of 400 and people. And more right? scalable. We, you know, I had a a long, long, long time client ago who was traveling the country doing seminars. This is 10 years ago, by the way, eight years ago maybe. Traveling the country, Aaron, doing seminars, doing amazing, selling like you know a thousand dollar a month you know, consulting program from the front of the room. You know, you go and you travel city to city, you sell six here, seven here, nine there, built a really nice business. But I said, listen, this is this is like when webinars were just getting going. This was when like you just had a go-to webinar account and you just press play. I said, take that same presentation and let's make it an online presentation. You got a list of 10,000 people who, you know, for whatever reasons have never seen you live. They tacked on an extra quarter million dollars a month within 90 days from taking the exact same presentation they were doing live put it on a webinar, and just committed to doing that webinar online and live. Not either or, but both, and now live, offline, and online. Total game changer, because again, same education, same information, different form of media, right? Kind of a media conversation, maybe in a different show, but you get the point.
1: I I get the point completely, and... and I think we should probably wrap it up here or I'm going to end up going down another rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> Why don't we just do it another hour, man? I mean, what's the point? What's what's the problem? <laughs> no, but I think there's good frameworks here, right? So again, to, to close the loop here, education-based marketing, if you can add this pillar to your business. How, so so the question isn't, oh man, I don't know if I could do that. The question is, is, how can I add an information or education component to my business so I can get in front of... 50-60% more prospects. That's the question. We built the framework. We laid out the framework right here. Simple to do today. But I feel like you have to do it today. It's almost mandatory if you want to stay relevant and you want to ultimately elevate your status. Concur. Leave it at that. Let's wrap it. So uh, I will see you. I wish I could say I will see you at the game.
1: I wish. That but would man, be, be
0: crazy. Where is that game? In, in in New Orleans, right? I will see you New at Rome. the Saints-Bucks yes. game at the Drew Brees-Tom Brady showdown. Uh, but nonetheless, we'll be we'll be communicating back and forth, and somebody will be getting abused at the end of that game, right?
1: <laughs> no question. <laughs> no
0: question, <laughs> no question yeah. right? I'm pulling for Brady, of course, my guy. I know you're pulling for Drew Brees. But hey, you know, isn't it amazing? But last thing I'll say, Brady's 43. Brees is 41. These guys are playing as well as they've ever played. I mean, if you look at their numbers this year, Brees got hurt for a little bit. Their play is as good as it's ever been, which is just mind-boggling to me. I mean, well, I mean look at
1: look look at the Patriots. they like, they kept, every year they kept saying, "Is Tom Brady going to retire?" Or and, and and at one point they tried to push him out early. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's gone, and they're absolutely abysmal. They went from being the greatest decade-long, you know, dynasty in the in NFL history. Two bottom-dwelling losers by the way, in one year.
0: By the way, I don't even know how I didn't think of this. We're not ending right now. We're ending in five minutes, okay? So <laughs> I don't know how I didn't think of this. But if you follow Tom Brady, and you know this, Aaron, he has built, miraculously, an information education-based marketing brand as a player. So if you don't know his story, he has a brand called TB12. And TB12 is his method for how he's still playing effectively at 43 years old. There's a whole system. He has a team of trainers. He has a whole group. He has formalized his method. Everything we're talking about here today, which is amazing that he's still playing. Usually this stuff happens after you play. He formalized his TB12 method. I'm, I'm on his method for the most part, by the way, right? It's been dramatic for me. And it's a way that he stays healthy, stays limber, stays in shape to be able to play at 43 like most guys play at 33. He has books. He has physical facilities. He has certified trainers. He has blogs. He has a podcast that was released this week, by the way, called Keep Going. It's the Keep Going podcast with his training team. He is the the textbook example of an education-based, information-based entrepreneur who is still playing the game. At an all pro level, I've never seen it done while the, while the player is still playing, but it's everything we talked about here on the show today. And he as an athlete, because we talk football a lot on the show, he as an athlete is pulling off and it is a multi, multi, multi tens of millions of dollars per year empire at this point. He gets out of football, he's in the education information business, they're training, they're educating, they're connecting, they're putting people through programs. They have a system, right? The method, the tb 12 method, it's everything... We've talked about here, so I would say study the TB12 method. Get the ultimate six, the ultimate sales machine. By the way, looks like this: the Chet Holmes book, and get the other greatest book of all time, which is called Sales Velocity by me. And that right there is education and homework within itself that I think could make a dramatic difference in just the way you get your mind wrapped around making the shift to information and education based entrepreneur. That's Aaron Parkinson. I'm Andrew Cass. This was a good one today. See you back next week. Same time, same place for episode 12 of Sales Velocity TV and radio. This one's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the ultimate all-in-one sales pipeline management and marketing automation platform that makes all others obsolete. And we can prove it. Take a tour at gopipelinepro.com.